Good afternoon, ballers. Welcome to the 56th episode of The Step Back. 56, Francisco Elson edition. I was just about to say that. He was trash. <laughs> we had to pick somebody. Yeah, they, they were limited options. It was him or uh, Sean Williams. Yeah, nah. Francisco Elson is fine. It's uh, been a long week uh, in the NBA, a long week here. Um, it's 60 degrees. You got snow up there. Yeah. <laughs> How you feeling, brother? I'm feeling way better than yesterday. Got vaccinated, got my second shot, all fully done, feeling a lot better. I was going to try it yesterday. But I was like, nah, I, I got to sleep. Um, but other than that, I'm feeling good. We are ready to go. Saw a bit of basketball, saw Tatum 60-point outburst, so it was kind of good. But other than that, I'm feeling good. How you doing down there in NYC? Uh, you know, good down here. Long week of uh, work. Uh, I got a parking spot right outside my house, so I'm not moving for the next two weeks. I <laughs> said <laughs> two weeks. Yeah, man. Uh, but I've overall been pretty good. The Knicks... Their winning streak came to an end against the Suns. I mean, it had good, all good things had to come to an end at some point, but um, they pick up a win against the Bulls, much to your liking. Yes, sir. Uh, but so far, everything's good, man. It, the, the Knicks still looking good. Losing streak over against the Suns. Chris Paul hit a crazy-ass shot for the Daggers. Um, how, how you feeling with the Knicks uh, and their winning streak coming to an end? That was, you know, if it had to be a team, the best team in the West now at A. I can't get mad at that. They stuck with them. We got easily got blown out. It was a game we actually should have won. <laughs> I can actually say that. But CP showing why he's an MVP candidate and Devin Booker. You knew once those two got together, they were going to be a problem with this team of Aiton and then all the guys they have on the team. But CP is another one that loves playing at the Garden, puts up his numbers. And I'm not mad at it. Everybody played hard, you know, quickly. You know, RJ came on, Randall doing Randall things. Noel blocking the shots, playing great defense. And sometimes it's – there are some things as a good loss. I mean, I, I, I will take it. It's Honestly, we stuck with them. I can't really be mad about that. Yeah, Phoenix was on a second leg of a back-to-back as Brooklyn took care of them the day before. So – you know, good to see that teams coming into New York know that they it's not going to be an easy road. You know, Nets taking care of business. Knicks put in their effort. Uh, good deal there. That of over win against the Bulls. They're a game and a half up on the Hawks for the, and the Celtics for the fourth spot, and four games behind the Bucks for a third for a third seed. Um, you know, just. More good things coming to for the Knicks. Positive uh, season and looking at, you know, very potential uh, moves. Mm-hmm. So reports came out today that you know some rumors that the Knicks might be all in on Lillard, get, actually giving up some draft picks. <laughs> uh, we know Lillard is loyal to Portland, but. Uh, they're now winners of four straight after beating Brooklyn last night. The, the Knicks and their history of giving away draft picks, do, do, do you see – are you in favor of dealing it for Lillard? <laughs> this is rough. You know, Lillard's been my guy since he came in the league, so it, this is this is a rough one. If it's two first-rounders, maybe a second-rounder, I would say, you know, you got to do it. If it's nobody in the core, I'm like the Randalls, the RJs, um, OB, if you got to – see, my big thing with OB, I'll just revert to this. It was nice that he fell. I didn't expect him to fall. I want, I want a Halliburton. If we needed a point, it would have been a better – probably a smarter pick. But OB was there. But at this point, if Randall's playing the way he is, you got to extend him, and then OB, he has to be in some kind of deal. But for Lillard – I'll give up two first because obviously it's the Mavericks pick. So if they're good, you know, they're going to be low-seeded picks. Okay. But it's not something – 
it's not just a oh no or yeah you got to think about it but if it's the right deal i'm saying yes man it's my man dame in new york this I've seen some, oh, it's another mellow. It's not another mellow. I'm sorry. <laughs> this is completely different. You're not giving up, you know, the whole squad for him, but don't get bamboozled like you've done before. You know, two first rounders, maybe Frank Knox, Obi. You don't like it, get the hell out of here, but we'll see what happens. But I wouldn't say hell no and hang up the phone quickly. I would. You have to take it in, into consideration. Okay. What what if it's like three first and uh, RJ? No. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. 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 Three first, Knox and uh, Obi. See that? Yeah, absolutely. Because Obi, I don't. Th- I honestly don't think he's gonna get a a chance to. He's the kind of player. He was like the alpha dog at school, and dudes like that, you gotta be able to start. And with Randall playing the way he is, how much time he's going to get, you know, especially how Tom Thibodeau coaches, he's not going to get a lot of time. So, you know, three first, I'm four, they said four, hell no. You know, you give up a, two Mavericks picks and maybe one of ours, something figured out. I, I would say, yeah, I'm just, because, you know, players like Lillard, you can't say they come around a lot. And plus, I've seen a lot of basketball from that guy. Only 31, you can't say, I don't think you say no. I would. I probably get a lot of backlash. Uh, I don't know, man. It, it, that limitless range badge and <laughs> it's wild. And that's the only player that I know in two K that can take over in the fourth <laughs> quarter. Because uh, I've seen it firsthand. You've done it to me. <laughs> a man put up twenty points in the fourth. I lost the game by damn near fifteen, and I, I just had to uh, put the controller down and take a walk outside. <laughs> Yeah, that guy is ridiculous. But three first with, I mean, I would do it. I'm sorry. <laughs> if it's not for, like, immediate impact players on our team, yeah, and he basically, you have Randall, Lillard, Noel, or Robinson, RJ. I mean, you, you can't. You can put Bullock in. I don't care who you put at small forward. Yeah. I mean, but you, you can't say no. Who the hell is going to say no to that? Yeah. But that's theoretically speaking. Right. Right, and, and he would definitely add that that flair. He already has that New York mindset, the you know the loyalty and and, and just you know whatever it takes to win. If there was a- any player that I could say would embody the Nick mentality, mm-hmm. it, it's Lillard. Absolutely. What? None of this. Enough of this damn trade talk <laughs> nonsense. I'm having we having a successful season. I'm gonna stick with it right there. Word. Uh, the Nets coming up their their matchup going up against Milwaukee tomorrow. KD returned, uh, dropped 42, dropped 27. Uh, this past week looking like he hasn't missed a beat. Hmm. Uh, Milwaukee coming in. I oh, know they're going to Milwaukee. Giannis, uh, the knee injury, I think is questionable for tomorrow. But the Bucks have quietly, under the radar, been making, you know, uh, a lot of moves, looked real good, been solidified that, that top three spot all year. And we mentioned last week we had the MVP races. You know who we both forgot the entire time? Giannis? Yep. Oh, whoops. Wasn't, <laughs> wasn't in any of our top five. We, I don't think we like even paid him an afterthought, but he, he's killing the fishery. I don't know why. He is, but, uh, but we always go back to what he does in crunch time in the playoffs, uh, being able to knock down free throws and and making the right decision. Mm-hmm. The the Bucks changed their roster a bit, adding Tucker uh, and Bobby Portis. Oh, crazy eyes. Yeah. <laughs> How far do you think Milwaukee can go in, in these playoffs? Eastern Conference Finals. Uh, I mean, you can't deny you still Giannis. He can, he can take you a long way you know, if he's right. And now he has, the knock, he has a lot of knockdown shooters. BP, he can knock down. He can knock down some threes. Tucker's a tough guy. He'll give you that veteran leadership. 
he corner badge. He'll he hit some. He Vincenzo, no, Holiday. Mm-hmm. About him, he what they got there on that squad. Oh my God, I'm drawing a blank. Brooke Lopez. Right. About him, he's got the interior guy. He's not he's not a slacker on defense anymore. I give him that. He's worked hard on that side, and they they have a good team, man. I, they they really do. I know I forget. Oh, excuse me, Chris Middleton. What's wrong with me? Um, to have him too, and they have the squad to do it. Can they beat the Nets? That that's gonna be that's gonna be it right there. They they can. That's who you have to go through to the East. We all know it. <laughs> you ain't gonna not. You it's going through Brooklyn. Yeah, the the, the Bucks are. A, 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 well, you know. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Milwaukee has a team that like in, can individually defend players. Holiday, Giannis, and Middleton. It's it just, you know, the track record that they have in, in big moments that would worry you. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, I, I, I like I like this year's Milwaukee team compared to previous years only because I, I think that the experience that they had and, and the uh, failures can actually catapult them to to the Eastern Conference Finals. Mm-hmm. But uh, I, I still think they come up short. Okay. It's, I, I mean, it's not a given, but you can see it. Right. <laughs> I mean, you know how they, they, they started walling up on Giannis, and they, that team went to crap, man. And that's the biggest thing. He also has to be able to trust his teammates and that was his biggest problem and why they lost that series last year because he didn't trust his teammates he tried to do too much you know, if you have guys open up in the corner don't try to bully your way down when everybody's collapsing on you you got to be able to have that vision to hit the open guys whether it's the corner whether it's top of the key wherever 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 you mm-hmm. got to see you have to have that vision to get it to the players and He's not going to do that. He's going to be, you know, second round out every year. Philly, you got to look at Philly too. Philly's not a joke this year. And that was one of your your picks to actually go to the finals last year, I believe. And they're healthy now. Especially the way Embiid is playing on that MVP level. It's not going to be a cakewalk. No, no, not at all. And, And, you know, Milwaukee's usually prone to early round exits. You get the Milwaukee's now with Charlotte coming in and, and, uh, Washington, I, I think it's going to be a, a tough out if they get in. So uh, these playoffs will be very intriguing. It's about 11, 10, 11 games left. You know, we got two weeks to go. Counting down the final games. Uh, Westbrook on his triple doubles watch about five away now from passing Oscar. Uh, good stuff there, but. Uh, Today, we're going to focus on some teams who pretty much mailed it in <laughs> and going to be looking forward to next year. They won't be in the playoff race, but it, it, they packed it in, and some of them are, are trending upwards. That's true, definitely. One is your uh, former former team, the Minnesota Timberwolves. Pack it up. Yeah, yeah. Boom, boom, boom. Pack it up. Mail it. <laughs> uh, yeah, Minnesota, man. It's... Winners of four straight. Uh, they had 20 and 44 on the year. They had a rough go uh, early with uh, Russell out, Carl Anthony Towns out, but, and Anthony Edwards coming off the bench. But now as they progress through the season, Anthony Edwards inserted into the starting lineup. Russell and Carl uh, Anthony Towns, they have now been together for a bit gelled, has some chemistry, and now winners are four straight. This Minnesota team could be very dangerous uh, going into the next year as Cat has the potential to be the top five center in this league. And, you know, it's just due to injuries that he hasn't been able to fulfill it. I- I'm going to go out on a limb now and say he's I- – I could say he's going to end up being top three next year in MVP voting. I will 
I'll go with you on that one. I, I can see that. You know, Cat has been pretty much as advertised coming out of school. You know, he's going to average 24, 25 points a game. You know, close to double-digit rebounds. He's going to get you some blocks. And that team, I had him in the playoffs. Really, if they were healthy, I had him in the playoffs. Mm-hmm. And it's it sucks because they had to go through, you know, with Cat's mom going on with his COVID case, uh, his COVID case. He had to deal with that. Beasley, they got him to be that, you know, fire starter off the bench. His suspension. Anthony Edwards, you know, he had a little slow start, but he started to bring, he brought it on, turned it up. And had some poster games. Uh, he had, you know, getting buckets, inefficient, but you know he still got his buckets. Um, D'Lo was big. D'Lo yeah. not playing was huge for this team because backup point guard. You know, you have Rubio. Rubio is okay, but it's not what you need for the offense. He's more of a backup at this point right now. And they have some nice young talent. Yeah, Akogi, nice three and D guy. He. He had a few. He had. He was injured for about a couple of weeks, you now. So he was gone. Culver. He's another three and D guy. I put Culver and Akogi in the same spot because they can do the same things. I think Akogi's a little bit better on the defensive end. Both athletic as hell. And Jalen McDaniels. That guy Jaylen can play. He can play some defense. He can play defense. He finally got a shot. You know, for some reason, Ryan Saunders didn't want to play him. I didn't, I didn't get it. You get kids like that, you got to put them on the floor because you need that energy to get you going. But, you know, that's what that's what happens with some coaches. And I forgot the coach's new name, but the new coach's name. Uh, that team, I can see them making a play. If healthy. If healthy, right. this team has it all to just make the playoffs. I don't know how much of a spark they'll – Maybe, you know, first round, maybe shock a team because of their talent alone. Mm-hmm. But other than that, they're going to be good next year. Plus, I did the smart thing. Sorry. I, the two-team things didn't work for me. I just, <laughs> it's too much work. <laughs> I can't. I can't. You, you can't follow all that on Bleach Report. It, nah, nah, true. Those <laughs> notifications just blow up. Blow up, and then you're watching them, trying to watch that. and that. Nah, I'm good. I'm good. But, but yeah, they, they, they play with excitement. They're getting an identity. They're playing with pace. Mm-hmm. Uh, Minnesota's really up-tempo. And you mentioned the posterizing uh, dunks from Anthony Edwards. And they, they've done really, really trending upwards this season. And with an added lottery pick, potential lottery pick coming in this year, you know, very deep draft. You know, sky's the limit for Minnesota with new ownership coming in the next few years. So, uh yeah, a playoffs are definitely in the cards mm-hmm. for Minnesota. Absolutely. Shout out to Justin, our resident Minnesota fan from Australia. Ooh, holding nice. it down. So he always holding it down for the Wolves. But let's maybe they'll make another playoff appearance. But we will see. Health is everything. What's the the Houston Rockets? They are 16 and 47 on a year. They were losers of damn near 20 straight games. Um, wheels fell off in the beginning of the season with Harden coming in out of shape and really not uh, invested his time and effort to be in there. Uh, Christian Wood, early most improved player candidate, uh, got injured and it kind of just went downhill from there. But Houston also trending upwards with. Kevin Porter Jr. and and Christian Wood back. So I I like where Houston is going with this. They have a ton of draft picks from the Harden trade. And Kevin Porter Jr., they traded him for a a second-round pick. And he's looking like uh, James Harden light. John Wall uh, also traded for Westbrook in the offseason. Looked decent this year. Had an explosive step. Uh, showed his defensive ability, uh, but he's been uh, deemed out for the year with, uh, I believe, it's hamstring. Mm-hmm. So, you know, the, uh, Kevin Porter Jr. Big fan of his. Dropped a fifty piece this week with eleven assists. Uh, what's your thoughts on Houston going forward? They can be a decent team. I don't they I can't see them as like a playoff team yet. 
But Kevin Porter Jr., that's what he needed. He needed a change of scenery. It just wasn't working in Cleveland. He, another one with all the talent in the world coming out of USC. We knew he was a walking bucket. You know, he's an adequate defender. But, you know, it was just all about his, was his head going to be in the game? If his head is in the game, you see 50-piece. That's what you're going to get. Um, Christian Wood, unbelievable story. Love it. Always, I would always listen to it. Just nobody really gave him a chance to do anything. He finally gets a chance for, you know, playing time. They gave him a playing time in Detroit. He turned that into a nice little contract. That's another good player. So you have shooting guard and your power forward. You got that locked down. Jason Tate is another one I like. You know, he's very solid. John Wall, you know, if he decides to stay, you got your point guard there. He has, I think he has plenty of years left in the tank. You know, if he can get himself, keep himself out of injuries, uh, run this line. You can't run away from the DNA. Kenya Martin Jr., he plays just like his dad, a lot of energy. He shoots better. <laughs> um, but I like him. Daniel House, another one you can throw in there. Uh, DJ Wilson, I, I've always liked this kid. I just think he never gets a shot to actually play. Mm-hmm. When he was on the Bucks, I mean, he showed that energy there, but you never really saw him. And unless he got traded, he's on Houston, right? Am I going crazy? Uh, I'm gonna have to, I'm gonna have to check on that. Yeah, because I I'm, I know he was on the squad. I'm, if I'm losing my mind, I do apologize. But um, who else they got on there? Who else? Can't see Tyson Chandler anymore. <laughs> <laughs> Kelly Olynyk, whatever. But yeah, they Eric Gordon. Okay. I mean, yeah, Eric Gordon's gonna gonna be traded. I, I think John Wall actually might be traded too. I, uh, I, I don't see anyone really taking on that contract. Mm-hmm. It, it's gonna be really hard to do that, but it, it, it's a definite definite youth movement oh, yeah. in, in Houston. Maybe Wall could be the guy who the, the veteran who uh, leads this young team. Mm-hmm. But it, for Houston, it's all about guys who want to be there, and that's what yep. didn't start out in the beginning of the season with. Uh, Harden and Cousins, and they, you saw how they quick they cut bait with Cousins and quick, real quick. And he looked pretty good uh, last week for for the Clippers, put up a 17 11 spot. But um, for Houston, it's about building the culture. Stephen Silas there with guys who want to be there, mm-hmm. and with all the draft picks coming from Brooklyn and uh, Cleveland, they're a good probably three years away from competing, but Kevin Porter Jr. and Wood are the centerpieces. Mm-hmm. Actually, DJ Wilson does still play. He had his last game versus Milwaukee. He, 25 minutes, 15 points, 5 of 11, and 12 rebounds. See, I was right. But, oh, it's like them. Yeah. Good high-energy guy. I know he killed the Knicks every time we saw him. But, <laughs> yeah, I like them. That's another piece. They, they got a few good pieces that you can build around. They got some good picks now. So... One draft, that's all it takes to turn it around. Yep, all, all about progression. And maybe someone would actually want to stay in Houston. <laughs> we'll see. Yeah, we'll, we'll definitely see about that one. Uh, next team, the Oklahoma City Thunder. Well documented with all the picks they have, 34 picks <laughs> over the next, what, seven years? Mm-hmm. Uh, they are 21 and 42 on the year. Really suffered a bit with Gilgis Alexander going down, but it, it allowed other guys to shine. You look at Maladone, who we were high on in the beginning, uh, Postasevsky, um, seven foot, thin framed, Dr. Frank looking like uh, uh, Gunner. But uh, Thunder are a team with high energy, play hard. And I, I think for the next few years, they will be a force to be reckoned with because they compete with a lot of the upper echelon teams out west. Yes. Then they beat the Celtics. I was figuring out yeah. they said west, but yeah, then they, they beat the Celtics like a few nights ago. So they can, they can sneak up on you. That's a team that you can't take lightly. But, um, but Sam Presti. Mm-hmm. Man, that dude should be the gym every year. Because after that, <laughs> good gracious, that dude flipped George, flipped just flipped everybody for picks. And this is the way you're supposed to do it. You train them star players, so you you get value for them, especially when it comes to picks. But like you like you just alluded to, Shy Alexander, I like Kyrick Williams, solid. 
you know, Moses Brown, keep your head mm-hmm. up. You know, if you saw that gift, that's him. I, he came out of nowhere. You know, my man, Dort. <laughs> Lou Dort. Lou Dort, you cannot forget about him. Can hit you with a hit you threes, lock you down on defense. He's tough. Um, Melodon, Darius Baisley, another young, what's he, like 21, 22, all of them, 21, 22 years old. They can grow together. Um, all their picks. And and the funny thing about uh, Shy is he's only 23, and, you know, they're going to have to, you know, shovel out that Max Beal to him. <laughs> it's yeah. about that time. He's like the de facto leader on the team. And I, I think, well, Horford, they, they're going to try to, you know, oh. deal him. You can get value for him. Uh, they're just proving that the plethora of picks – if you hit on enough, you, you can – it's proven to be fruitful. Mm-hmm. And let's be honest, like we said before, the 34 picks, they're not going to use all of them. They're going to use some of these picks with star potential, mm-hmm. uh, build these guys up, and accelerate the uh, competitive process. Mm-hmm. But the, uh, I, I like where this team is going. They're, maybe this Thunder team may be able to keep their talent and, and – progress uh, uh, fully. But, yeah, sh- shout-out to OKC, man. Yeah, they did a hell of a job. Shout-out to Sam Presti, man. You lose a lot of players like that, especially the star players they lost. You can't – a lot of people just don't – a lot of teams, excuse me, don't recover from that. And he's getting there slowly but surely. But if you're going to build a team from the ground up, this is how you do it. Yeah. Next team, the Sacramento Kings. Uh, this was one of my uh, one of my favorite ones here. Uh, they're fast. They play absolutely no defense, and I'm very surprised Luke Walton still has a job. <laughs> you said he was going to can. Yeah. Quick. Hey. Yeah. Shout out! Shout out to Luke Walton for keeping his job, but. Uh, <laughs> De'Aaron Fox, Tyrese Halliburton, that backcourt is going to be real nasty for the next few years. Uh, Fox and the health and safety protocols really put a downer on their uh, chances to catch uh, the 10 seed. But Rashawn Holmes is someone who has progressed nicely this year. Athletic big, double-double machine. This, this this team has a lot of potential, but I I think yeah. them not moving Buddy Heald or Harrison Barnes uh, for some assets mm-hmm. might have held them back a bit. But uh, I still like this backcourt uh, for the future. Well, what you got in the Kings here? The Kings, I agree 100% with you. Another one, Terrence Davis had a solid game against the Lakers. My man Marvin Bagley the third, yes. I mean, he had another one that all the talent in the world. Uh, he has to stay healthy and just, you know, stay on the floor, man. That's, that's all you got to do. He shoots over 50% from the field, you know, averaging 13 points a game, seven rebounds a game. You know, you, do, you don't produce scrubs anymore, man. What's the, what's the scrubs? Duke and scrubs used to be hand in hand. I'll, I'll give you that right there. But Bagley, that he's a piece that you can use. And Halliburton. Should have been Nick, but um, <laughs> but it's whatever. <laughs> I mean, I like Maurice Harkless. I've always mm-hmm. liked him, so when he gets on yeah. the squad, it's cool. Queens native. Um, he's going to wash up KP. Uh, <laughs> but, yeah, he's another one you can keep on the team. But all they need is maybe a big man. I mean, I know they had white, they got white side, but, you know, you got to get younger there and – Holmes, he can play center, but he's undersized, so he's more right. of a power. He's more of a four. But if they can get a, I mean, a nice center in there, that would put them in the right. mix of things going into a playoff or a play-in game. And but that, like you said, that backcourt is ridiculously nasty. You know, Fox, he can be the off-ball guy. Halliburton could be the facilitator of the offense, and it's looking good for them. They they finally got they got a part right. Yeah, they got something going there in Sacramento. Well, no, they haven't had anything going since freaking early 2000s. Yeah, and, and, and some guys to look out for, you know, under the radar. I mean, the Kyle Kyle guy, 
mm-hmm. Jemias Ramsey. Uh, I, I think Ramsey's going to take Buddy Heald's spot because if you look at Ramsey from Texas Tech, that guy is a gunner. Uh, he's going to get his minutes now coming down the stretch. So look out for him late this season, going into next season. And, you know, you, you, you think the Kings will keep Bagley around? They should. I mean, it would be nice. You, you know, I can't say it's easy to get the guy's numbers, but he's young enough where you can keep him around. He can still grow. If you don't, you must have another one in mind. But I would keep him around. Why not? Kyle Guy, that, yeah, I do like that guy. I thought the Knicks had him up. They traded him. Mm-hmm. I don't want to say, yeah, I was pretty pissed about that. You know, that's another Virginia player. You know, I was right about Joe Harris was another one. I really wanted Joe Harris coming out of school. The same thing that you're seeing now, that's what Joe Harris said in school. And the Nets got lucky enough to, you know, snatch him away from Cleveland and you see what's happening there, enjoying the fruits of his labor. But yeah, Kyle Guy is going to be another good one. So that's a good, it's a good pick by you. Um, the New Orleans Pelicans, 28 and 35, somewhat in the mix for that 10 spot. Health was their issue uh, with Zion and Ingram and Lonzo Ball. You know, it, it, Stan Van Gundy has a had a weird year. I don't think he's been able to implement his system correctly there uh, due to all the missing and moving parts. But I, I think next year would be a telling year for this team. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm not sure if Ball would be around. I, I, I think he stays. They try to build something there. Uh, Eric Bledsoe has had an up and down year, but the, the yeah, but the one guy who's who's really come on strong is Jackson Hayes. A uh, few few posterizing dunks, uh, <laughs> uh, a lot of defensive uh, defensive plays there. The Pelicans, where do you see them going as Zion is? proven himself to be a top 10 guy in this league already at 2,000 points. Man, if they don't make the playoffs next year, I don't know what – somebody get fired. I, I don't know who's going to get fired, but somebody get fired. But Sam Van Gundy, he seems off, man. It, I don't know. Like, watching him on the sideline, he seems shaky. I don't know what's going on there. I, it was, that's just something I saw when he was he's on the sidelines. Kind of shaky. I don't know what's going on there. But back to the players. Zion, a monster. He is performing to his potential. I mean, he put on the show against the Knicks, playing against his boy RJ. Lonzo Ball stepped it up. He has improved every single year he has been in the league, you know, kind of shedding that. Um, he might be a bust. No, he's, he's a great pay, playmaker. You know, vision is there. His three-point shot is bet, way better, vastly improved. Um, Jackson Hayes, like you just said, he's going to be a good one in this league. Um, Brandon Ingram, can't say enough about that kid. Um, pretty much, like, they just gave him away in the day <laughs> AD, but hey, he's a, he's a star in this league, and they they got a lot of stars, man. It's just crazy. Nikhil Walker, that's another one. I, I want to see him get a little... I think he was averaging 10 points a game this year. Um, mm-hmm. So... You have another one that they they have such a talented team. It's just crazy to see that they're you know even under five hundred. It's just it's just wild. See, I know it's like some injuries, but it's just weird because they have all the talent in the world. They should not be where they are right now. But next year, they're definitely making the playoffs. I, I I'm going. I'm a hundred percent all in on New Orleans. They're making the playoffs next year. Yeah, the the, the youth and inexperience really caught up with them a lot this year. Uh, their defense and turnovers really kind of limited them to what they can be. But the explosiveness has always been there. Uh, Ingram, you know, we saw what he did last year, bit injured this year. But I think next year he'll go into that MVP closer mentality and, and really show out, especially with Zion taking the leap he has this year. And uh, a full year of Josh Hart would, like would, would definitely help them. So mm-hmm. uh, you're right. I, I'm, yeah, uh, Stephen Adams is just Aquaman, the big beast, um, real solid. Uh, I'm with you on New Orleans. Um, 
hitting that playoff spot next year. But 28 and 35 is somewhat in the mix now. But um, that three-headed monster potentially for New Orleans is on the way. Sure, man. And watch out for. I think he's gonna be a good if if he gets some time. Winning Gabriel, mm-hmm. Sudanese. Um, I I think they're just waiting for you know Stephen Adams his contract to go, and I think that kid would slide right in. Him and Jackson Hayes would be a nice little wall to build up defensively in the front court. Um, another Kentucky player. I think Jeez. he would really. Yeah, they they just push him out like the octomom. But um, <laughs> but they they got a factory going on there with these with these kids. But that's gonna be another one to watch if he gets some playing time. But New Orleans, come on now, I want to see them get to the playoffs because they are an exciting team to watch. Not on the defensive end, but they sure as hell can get up and down the floor. Yeah, uh, you know, just shed so many tears and for so many years. Yeah, I got that. Uh, <laughs> The Detroit Pistons, 19 and 44 on the year. Next. <laughs> <laughs> Their record is incredibly deceiving. Uh, they play hard every game. They are 13 and 0 in games decided by less than, by 10 points or less. Uh, Dwayne Casey, former coach of the year uh, in Toronto, they, they had a real good. Uh, season from Jeremy Grant and Mason Plumley. Uh, Grant, candidate for most improved in his own right. But Quinn Casey is incorporating his his style of play, his grit and uh, culture, just like the city of Detroit, like we talked about earlier in the, in the draft for the Lions. So it's all about Detroit, man. The, the grit and grind, the, the toughness. I, I think Detroit is a if not next year, two years away from really competing because they, they give a lot of teams problems that by competing hard, they're not giving up. They just don't have the talent. But Josh Jackson, Sadiq Bay, Isaiah Stewart, and, and Killian Hayes coming back this past two weeks, uh, really providing effort and talent uh, that could be a catapult for the Detroit Pistons next year. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they got the front, the front court locked down. I mean – they got some damn power forwards, but yeah, I like Isaiah Stewart, full of talent, tough. That's what you want. Sadiq Bay, I absolutely love Sadiq Bay. He can shoot. Killian Hayes, he's another one I really like. If he, he just has to, you know, get a little bit better with his jump shot. Mm-hmm. Form's not too bad. It's got to start dropping him. Um, Dennis Smith, whatever. My man Mason Pablo, you always, you know, I always give Duke love. Always tough, Mason. No, I'm not gonna say Mason face, sir. RP Mace. He can't have that. Um, yeah, Detroit. They, you know, t- Saban Lee. Mm-hmm. He showed some promise, and that was pretty much it. So they gotta basically go through the draft. Frank Jackson, too. You know, Frank Jackson's there. It's whatever. Showed a little here and there. Hamadou Diallo, left rack city stand up. Um, you know, he can dunk. You know, he'll give you a few. Highlights here and there. He can have a few 15, 20-point games, but I don't know how, what they're going to do to incorporate him into the offense. Got to get better defensively. And you play under Dequeen Casey, he wants you to play hard defensively. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, they got they got to get some guard. The guard play has to align with the front court. You can have a front court all you want. It looks good, but if you don't have the guard play, you're going to lose a lot of games. And plus, they don't have a closer. I can't say Jeremy Grant's good, but he's not a closer. But he just... Uh, yeah, I mean, he made a lot of strides this year. Oh, yeah. I, I think, I think he could enter that closer conversation because I've, I've seen a bunch of daggers from him. Mm-hmm. But uh, I think they need a second player to develop mm-hmm. from this crop of uh, the Jacksons and the Sadiq Bays and Isaiah Stewart to really complement what Grant can be. Mm-hmm. So. Um, Detroit, I, I, they're trending upwards. They're, they're not going to really com, uh, contend for any championships or playoff spots in the next, you know, two years. But uh, I, I like what direction they're going. 
Oh yeah, for sure. You can't can't deny that. Shout out to Dennis Smith. You know, last three games, he pulled the quadruple, triple, triple. No points, no minutes. Oh, sorry, that's DMPs. Uh, thanks for Derrick Rose. We appreciate it. <laughs> Gun smoke. <laughs> yes. Load them up. But yeah, but definitely. Yeah, they they have some talent. I I agree with you on that one. They they got some talent. That's Deek Bay. He's shooting over forty percent. I think he's shooting over forty from three as well. But that's the player that's going to need to step up with Killian Hayes because that that kid is he's all he could be all world once he's right and healthy. Plus, I got his rookie card. So come on, oh, I got like oh, five of them. Oh, oh, you got to get that you know, graded. Gonna be improving in in, in, oh, no. in value. That's what I'm oh. saying. Catch him on the street. Get I mean, money back. like LeBron James, I think his rookie card was like five and a half million or something like that. It's crazy. The same one. I just don't have it graded. People think it's wild because, you know, it's a, what Tops did. Well, excuse me. What the Tops? Yeah. What Tops did basically with that card, they made a lot of reprints. And that's why a lot of people are scared to do it. But I actually have a real one. I went to my car shop. He's like, Jacob, yeah, you got, you got a good one here. But it won't grade as high. Because of the centering, but you know it's still worth you know maybe up to a thousand dollars, which for a card I bought for like thirty dollars back in '07. I mean, come on now, it's a no-brainer. But yeah, I don't but... by my wife, so. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we we gotta get some guys on here who uh have some trading cars and player cars themselves and, you know, really? talk about how they get theirs graded and mm-hmm. the story behind how they collected them. So that's, that's some pretty interesting stuff there. Mm-hmm. The next team is the Orlando Magic. Point guard cursed, uh, injury riddled team that kind of punted their team, their season around uh, the trade deadline by trading Vucevic with some picks. Chicago gave all their picks away, just like just like uh, <laughs> draft night, uh, NFL draft. You know, <laughs> Chicago won't have any first round picks in the next three years. Load them up, gun smoke. Oh, which which by the way, yeah, we, we love you, Matt. But uh, you know, we were guests on the Audible uh, this past Thursday for the NFL draft. Um, had a lot of fun. You can catch those guys Tuesday nights on in football life, but you know, catch up the previous episode covering the draft and watching a grown man go through all five emotions <laughs> <laughs> of of, uh, of a draft. You know, acceptance, denial, and then just total anger. So. It was good stuff, but the Orlando Magic, Markel Fultz, Michael Carter-Williams, Cole Anthony, all catching injuries this year. Um, you know, Jonathan Isaac was out for the year. Uh, this team is about three years away, even with a good coach like Clifford. Uh, they went to the playoffs last year, won a game against Milwaukee. They're about – they need more shooting. Wendell Carter, Mo Bamba, really uh, coming on late uh, this year. Where do you see Orlando Magic uh, going into next year? Next year, with some nice health, they can be on the fringe playoff game. I mean, playing games right there. Mo Bamba, yeah, I, mean, I, I will like him in the middle. You know, host. Um, <laughs> you know, he's good. Good block shots. You know, not bad shooter. My man Cole Anthony, it's a cold world. He's healthy. He's been putting up the numbers, and I like I like him going forward. But Mark Helfoltz would be big coming back because the guy, the strides that guy has made from almost almost pulling to Anthony Bennett and changing his game around has been no just short of extraordinary. The guy can be a top point guard in his in his league. And I would love to see it. 
Who else they got? Okiki. You know, he's not mm-hmm. bad. They got some nice role players. Okiki. You know, Terrence Ross. He still drops buckets. Dwayne. Somebody smell the bacon uh, at the same time. <laughs> but yeah, he's a, he's another. He's a good shooter. They have nice complimentary players on the team. You know, Michael Carter Williams, whatever. Um, Gary Harris, I always liked. Good defensive player, three and D guy. You always need three and D guys. Maurice Wagner, hashtag in sync Wagner. Dude got the frost tips. Like, what the hell are we doing? This is not the year 2000. Get that out of here. Um, James Ennis, whatever. Otto <laughs> Porter, good veteran. He's he's like one of those veterans you want to have on the team because he can get you, you know, 10 points a game, play some good defense, hit, hit a few threes. Wendell Carter Jr., of course. Love his game, you know, back classic back to the basket kind of player. Like you said, gotta stay healthy. But yeah, they can fringe playoff team. You know, they gotta play through the draft, get a like a few more actual younger forwards. Because obviously you got the guard spot locked down, you got the center spot, you got the front court. You know, if they can get a small forward, maybe another. No, I can't say Aaron Gordon type, but. They need a forward, like a, I mean, a high-scoring forward that can put that together. But everything else, they don't look that bad. Yeah, I, I think that's what Jonathan Isaac's supposed to be. Mm-hmm. But you're, you're right. I, I do agree. They need like an athletic guard, an athletic forward, maybe someone with some scoring punch, uh, who can accelerate their competitive, uh, to accelerate them into contention. But uh, like RJ Hampton too, right? Yeah. Yeah, we got him. Some time to give him some time. That kid is supposed to be. He was playing in Australia with grown men. You never know, man. But that, that let him off the leash. Facts. Uh, Orlando was nineteen and forty-four on the year. Uh, next one, uh, uh, this one I'm really high on. Mm-hmm. The Cleveland Cavaliers, twenty-one and forty-two on the year. Mm-hmm. Absolute offensive juggernaut if healthy with that. Backcourt of uh, Sexton and Garland, uh, aka Sexland, but Jared Allen, next hundred million dollar player. You know it, it, that team has a lot of potential. They they had the building blocks in place. I mean, yes, they did trade Kevin Porter Jr., but I, I don't think he would have been the same player he is in Houston as he would be in Cleveland. Uh, Okoro made some nice offensive strides this year. Just the one, one guy who I, I think could, if they flip him, uh, could also accelerate their uh, their timetable. It's Kevin Love. Yeah, they gotta they gotta let him go. I don't know what the hell they're waiting on. They really just they, I know somebody will take him. Like, come on now, he still can be a uh, contributor on a squad and what are you keeping them for? You got rid of Drummond. As soon as you got rid of Drummond, Kevin Love should have went. But yes, I do agree. You know, Sexlin, what a backcourt. Jared Allen, you got that locked down. C.D. Osman, I know they, you know, they he's good, but I think they are putting too much stock into him because he's basically playing LeBron's spot. You ain't getting that production, ever. Just be happy with what you get. Love Isaac Okoro, good defensive player. Um, just got to get better on the offensive end. You know, you got Matthew Jellavadova, whatever. Um, <laughs> Tarian Prince, oh, he's another solid guy that you need on the squad. Larry Nance Jr. has made great strides in becoming a good player, not just a dunker. Dean Wade, you know, solid, solid guy. But the guy I'm always, I posted in the group not too long ago, Isaiah Hardenstein. Mm-hmm. He, I think he's going to be a really good player, tough on the offensive side of the ball, defense. He can rebound really well. I mean, he gives it his all on the floor. So I can, I think he'll be a nice little cog in this rotation. But Cleveland, they're looking on it up in Damian Dotson. Shout out to him. You know, he's a good three and D guy as well. But they have, they have a nice little squad going, especially like I said, I'm big on teams with backcourts because that's the hardest to find. You don't yeah. see a lot of guys with a lot of teams with like a great backcourt and this is a good start and this is a good start for them and with one or two more drafts Cleveland might be back in the playoff hunt but this next year they're still not going to be as good 
but they're going to be fun to watch. Right. Um, I, I see a lot of alleys coming with uh, Sexton and Allen. And you know how Allen is as a defensive player. But Kevin Love, we saw a video this week of him just more or less <laughs> quitting on the team. As it looked that way with the inbound pass, he just slapped it away. Do you seem like getting traded or, or bought out? What team do you think Kevin Love would end up on? The Nets. They get everybody. <laughs> 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 no. <laughs> Obviously a playoff team. I mean, yeah. If he got bought out, I would like him to go. No, I'm gonna say the Knicks because I want to get. I want to see Obi get some kind of burn. That wouldn't be bad. Maybe the Bucks. The Bucks would be nice, man. You, he's another one. You know, they have well, they got Bobby Portis, but he also. Oh no, I wouldn't put Kevin Love in the center spot. That's that's way injury waiting to happen. <laughs> so off the bench, but um, you can, yeah, Milwaukee. I would put out there. It's another team we got. Phoenix. I, I would like to see him on Phoenix. Uh, mm-hmm. Who else? Who else? Who else we got? I, I, I could see him reuniting with LeBron and going out to L.A. and taking Marcus Gasol's spot. Yeah, actually, that's a good one. You know, LeBron keeps his boys around. Oh, yeah. Another one. Hmm. Boston. Boston would love his re- – he still can rebound. You know, he can get you his number. Boston would be a nice spot for him. And at one sleeper spot is Charlotte. I know he's like really uh, – he seems like a, a, a bit of a grump on younger teams, but mm-hmm. I think the way Charlotte has really improved themselves this season and the flair that they have, um, I, I could see him like low-key maybe going to Charlotte. Uh Teaming up with Jordan and getting, you know, ball and really solidifying that front court that Charlotte desperately needs. But yeah, if I, top spot, I, I think it's the Lakers. Yeah, I can see that. It's fair. Um, and one of your favorite teams of all time, really, uh, really going to a tailspin, the Chicago Bulls. Nick took care of them the other night. They are 26 and 37 on the year. Zach Levine, the health and safety protocol really put them out of business. Where do you see the Chicago Bulls going in the next year? Next year, they're going to be good. I'm not going to hate on them. I, I really thought they would be close to a playoff team, if not a playoff team this year, because they had, you know, they got the talent to do it even more now, you know, with Vucevic, Zach, Patrick Williams. Uh, Kobe, Kobe White, mm-hmm. uh, really solid. Um, but yeah, they, you know, we both talked about it on the defensive end. They ain't shit. <laughs> Let's be honest. No. Uh, you miss that Tibbs defense, don't you? But um, <laughs> but yeah, they they really great on the offensive end. They can fill it up. They can't stop anybody defensively. But they should be going to have to make the playoffs, especially next year some help. Zach Levine, they better keep him around because that that's another guy that has turned himself from just a highlight dunker to a close scorer, closer, whatever you need him to do on the floor. Defense, he leaves some to be desired, but you'll take that with a offensive superstar like him. And, you know, shout out to the Bulls. You know, Billy Donovan, you know, he, he coached the team to be a really good team, but you can't help with the health and safety protocols and all that stuff going on this year. And it, it just kills a lot of teams' playoff hopes, man. As soon as something goes right, all you see is health and safety protocols, but it's the Bulls, so oh well. <laughs> I mean, well, that and Denzel Valentine, well, just shot him out of any any oh. hope they, they ever had. I don't know who the hell thought it was okay to put him in the rotation and tell him to shoot a lot, but they need to stop it. Uh, Billy, I don't know who the hell told you. I don't know who you listened to, but you're too good of a coach to be just not seeing that. But he just comes in the game. I got happy. I really did. He came in the game. I said, like, oh, yes. I'm getting about five bricks right now. And that's exactly what happened. I had the, the bird, man. I was like. <laughs> so I, I didn't even realize that there was an entire thread dedicated to Denzel Valentine's, like, 
air balls, bricks, turnovers, and he has this terrible ass rap out <laughs> rap song. Right. That. Yes. Oh God! Now we got safe now. Now I gotta find uh, it. Yeah. It, um, Robert, good friend Robert Holiday, who we had a previous episode with. If you catch us on on Life Group Podcast Network, he, he was on. He he showed me the um the thread. Mm-hmm. I mean, it was garbage. <laughs> it, I gotta look that up. <laughs> it was trash. If I find it, I'll I'll, I'll tag you on it. But it oh, oh God, it was bad. Please do. But yeah, the Bulls have too much talent, man. That's another one. Vooch, Laurie Markinen, Zach, like I said, Kobe White, Patrick Williams. That is young still, you know, a good contributor around the league. Um, I like Ryan. I forgot oh, to say it. Uh, Archer Diakono. Yeah, Archer, Archer, yeah they, there you go, right there. I knew it sounded right. Um, I like Devin Dotson, but they, didn't, they don't use him. Uh, Sodoransky, that's another one. Yeah. But yeah, they have a lot of talent, but they just they need, they, they need a point guard badly. Yeah, Kobe's more of a Kobe. Excuse me, it's more of a. No, I'm not even calling that white. Just the white. Um, he's more of a off the ball guy. You know, he'll get you, you know, five or six six a game, but he's not a point. He's not a pure point guard. But they, I won't say they have a lot of work to do, but they definitely next year they got to figure out the forward situation. I think if you can flip well, marketing, I would flip marketing with some picks. But it seems like Patrick Williams. I think they might have. I, I think know. I think Markin is a uh, restricted free agent. I I thought they should have traded him at the deadline. Mm-hmm. You were, I would think they should have just traded him because you you selected Patrick Williams for a reason, right? Mm-hmm. You got rid of Carter, so Markin should have been the next to go since they were having whatever issues they had, and Patrick Williams is more than enough to do that. Better defender, he can shoot as well. You know, it seems like his body of work you know, keep him away from injuries. And we'll we'll see, but yeah. Nick still kicked that ass. So, <laughs> uh, I've been real real surprised and pleased at the play of Daniel Tice uh, with Chicago. Mm-hmm. I, I knew that he was a, I thought he was a better player coming off the bench. Yes, I, I thought he really shouldn't have been starting for Boston, but he, he's really shown out in in Chicago as. Tune of over 18 points, nine boards coming off the bench. So, Daniel Tice, good player. They have a lot of forwards out in Chicago, but yeah, but they 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 need that point guard. Maybe Derrick Rose will come back and uh, make amends. Maybe make Felipe happy. <laughs> yeah, that will be funny. Ah, Felipe, Felipe and Derrick Rose. What a that could be a story within itself. Yeah, it, it it'll be good. It'll be a better story than what um, we've been going, we've been having this week. You know, he is himself a host of a show, Total Bases Podcast, Sunday mornings, fantasy baseball needs there. Get that in baseball life as we go towards week, uh, I believe it's six now in the uh, in the league. I think it's ten in our baseball life league. But uh, speaking of fantasy. We're winding down the fantasy basketball playoffs. A lot of injuries, a lot of uh, DNPs as guys taking rest days, load management uh, in the group. Uh, Felipe has been providing updates. Uh, it's myself and him in the championship tournament, uh, championship game. I'm whipping that ass by 25. Yo. You guys have been paying attention. I've been giving you guys uh Corners all year. Uh, we were the one and two seeds, respectively. Uh, Felipe won. I was two. But uh, right now, I'm up by 25 no. with the game potentially ending on Sunday. Look up next week. We may very well have him on. I can you know, tell him how great I am in person. <laughs> oh, man. And, and let him know that uh, I am the king. And not to ever forget it, but east side it, is the best side. Yeah, damn, damn straight. West side is the best side. <laughs> but no, it, it'll be fun. We'll have a bunch of our uh, fantasy league uh, guests who were in the league. We'll have them on, share their thoughts on the season, and uh, since this is a keeper league, we can discuss 
Uh, I can try to pick their brain and see who we'll keep. Uh, we get some insight and really recap uh, a wild year in fantasy basketball. For real. Um, yeah, that actually just it hurt. I don't care what anybody says. I would have made the finals. But, you know, Mr. James Harden had the freaking gone man, low management. Two leads. Uh, Kevin Durant, he goes on, you know, his he got hurt. James Harden carrying me, doing his thing, made some key pickups, and then it just went downhill and I couldn't. But I'll be back next year with some stronger picks. I'll be doing a lot more research this, you know, next year. But congrats to you guys for making the finals. And I'll definitely see you guys next year. You know? Yeah. Yeah, you really can't predict injuries. It's a real pain in the asses. Uh, over my Yahoo League that we also have uh, Donovan Mitchell out, Fox is out, and I was, you know, top seed there all year. I'm, I'm getting my ass kicked there, so I'm pretty, <laughs> pretty sure I'm losing that battle. But uh, you can catch us next week as we'll have Felipe on and share his thoughts on fantasy basketball and pick his brain on fantasy baseball as uh, we'll uh, keep the wheels turning. Absolutely. Speaking of fantasy baseball, I made a nice little deal for Patrick Corbin. I mean, I was like, hey, he's having a good day. Hey, he's pitching well today. It's the Marlins. That's, I was like, all right, I'm going to get a pitcher. I need somebody. I was like, if I, maybe he turns it around. But it looks like he had a good game today. And I had to rely on the National. Go figure. Yeah, uh, I have that on my TV screen right now. As, uh, their Nationals are up 7-2, to so that's going great. We got the Mets and Phillies going on later. Dom and fight. Alvarado. We got fight. all the smoke there. You know, meet me in the tunnel. Yes, that's what I'm talking about, man. We playing like this. We need to fight somebody. <laughs> Punches. No game no more. Huh? Yeah, Bryce Harper hitting the face with a 97-mile-an-hour fastball. We got guys just, you know, catching smoke everywhere. But uh, Henry Maldonado Jr., Vince McIndetti, Dong City, Monday nights, 7 p.m. over in Baseball Life. If you haven't caught them, they're absolutely great. You can also catch them on the Life Group Podcast Network by subscribing to the YouTube channel, as well as Anchor, Spotify, iHeartRadio, Apple, however you receive your podcast. Uh, they, they do an excellent job, and I'm, I'm sure they'll have their thoughts on uh, Meet Me in the Tunnel. Of course. Definitely. Um, it's like a freaking blood and guts over here, man. That's what I want to see. Speaking of blood and guts, you know, we, we got the – Work shoot podcast with Corey Richmond and Jason Brooks. You know, every Thursday. Mm-hmm. Uh, every Thursday, they're gonna be going over blood and guts and any WWE, you know, news as much as they probably hate to do. Just kidding. <laughs> but you know, you have it. <laughs> Gun swoop. <laughs> nah, but catch those guys. Those guys do a great job. You know, breaking down all the shows and what to look for and how to watch them. Great job, guys, over there. Keep doing your thing. But, yeah, the Mets got to get it going. Back to baseball, but let's get back to some basketball. Who else? Yeah, got any more teams, Leon? Got any more? Uh, no, those, those are all the bad ones, man. It's all about was, beef. Was, what's beef? <laughs> what's beef? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I mean, you know you know what that's all about. But, yeah, can't wait for the playoffs, man. This is going to be it's gonna be a wild one. I think we're in for a surprise. Somebody's getting upset. Um. You know, MVPs are going to show out. You know, Jokic still showing out. Embiid showing out. You know, most improved player, Randall, still showing out. He just snatched that award from Jeremy Grant and Christian Wood. And Knicks doing anything. Nets doing anything. We're going to say, I'm calling it. I called it. I said an AC. I did say it. Pat yourself on the back. But they're the fourth now. Once again, if you thought it was going to be fourth or you say, oh, yeah, I knew it, you're a damn lie. But. New York basketball is back. I mean, it's going to be wild. Maybe the Nets might have a championship parade down Flatbush. Please, Lord, do not. I don't want to see it. I'll yeah. be winning all year. Fantasy leagues, NBA. He'll see ML. He saw MLB championship all before I saw one. Well, at least I know the Lions ain't winning anytime soon. So, you know, speaking of my, my, my I, so my Lions face mask came in. So I, I'm excited to be looking at that. <laughs> By the time I start repping this this team proudly, no more paper bags over the head. Uh, that's going to be good. Uh, but 
you know, speaking of a crowd around Flatbush, I know last weekend they had DMX uh, Memorial over at Barclays Center, which was real nice. If anyone saw the links, um, that the uh, oh, the uh, tribute going down like the Major Deegan from Yonkers to uh, to Brooklyn, where they had the casket on the monster truck. Yeah, that was kind of wild. And then you know the the Rough Riders, the Rough Riders trailing them and the whole procession uh, outside Barclays Center. It was real nice. Uh, sad to see him go. Mm-hmm. You know, this this rap game is rap game is something else, man. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know. We just seen him lose a lot of them, man. As you know, we ran two two goats here, and we lost not even before the prime of their careers. It's just crazy. But, you know, DMX, he's 50, but still, I think he had a lot of life left in him. But, you know, all the, some habits, you know, they catch up to you. And it's crazy. RP to him. Shot from Digital Underground. Mm-hmm. Once again, it's your chance to do the hump, do it with her, you know. But, um, yeah, it's just crazy, man. Life is definitely something else. Yeah, this is a. Uh... It's been some interesting year. We got some good stuff. We got some bad stuff, but uh, I, I like where we're going with this. And um, you know, it's, I think we'll we'll pretty much end it here. Uh, I, you know, I think we'll, we'll see you guys next week, next next Friday, next Saturday, some somewhere in that range. Um. We'll have Felipe on recapping fantasy basketball to uh, toot my horn. I might have a crown on next week, so that'll be good. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> but uh, got any parting words for our audience? Thank everybody for joining in. If you haven't, you know, probably still watching the draft, you know, catch the replay. Uh, Leon, you know, always working hard on editing because Lord knows I ain't doing it. So <laughs> shout, out to, shout out to you, brother, <laughs> for doing all the, the hard work. I just joined you and try to spread my knowledge and help you out while you still kicking ass doing the work, hard work. And, you know, catch our other podcasts, as he said about a few minutes ago, catch all our other podcasts. Cause we all do it for you guys, trying to make something, you know, enjoy our new name, basketball life, no longer baller's life. So, had a nice little unanimous vote. So, we'll see what happens and, you know, you know the rest. Thank you. No, no doubt. Uh, join our, you know, Facebook group, Basketball Life. Um, come in, get some laughs, get, you know, share your knowledge, and be a good, have a good time, man. But uh, for this week's episode, it's been good, and you know, we'll see you guys next week. And until then, you know, ball out, everybody. Baby, baby.